Hey there, everybody. This is Sean with The Brave Yes Show. Thanks for tuning in. And it has been a pleasure over these last several weeks, many weeks actually, uh, and months, to interview and bring to light some beautiful stories of women who have left their comfort zone to journey toward wholeness. I hope you have been following along. I hope that you have caught all the episodes. If not, it's not too late, of course. And I encourage you to listen to each and every one because each one has so much wisdom to apply to our lives at every single moment. And while you may not be exactly ready to take a a big ginormous leap, the wisdom that each of my beautiful guests imparted is certainly something that we can use in our everyday lives. And so today's show is really in honor of that, that I want to talk about how we can journey toward wholeness, how we can find wholeness in ways that may or may not be big, uh, brave yeses, but maybe they are small brave yeses. And I'm going to use the guests' uh, stories to kind of highlight some of the patterns that came to be because every single one of these women have journeyed toward wholeness. Now that doesn't mean that they feel whole and complete at this time. It just means that they feel closer to it. And I think that wholeness is a journey uh, that we never actually reach as a final destination, kind of like balance um, and alignment. It's something that we have to work toward all the time and allow ourselves the, the grace for when it's not happening and the determination to keep going forward and toward it when we know that we're feeling incomplete or like something is missing or something is out of alignment for us. So first, I want to invite you to head over and sign up for the Brave Yes newsletter. If this concept of courage and authenticity and wholeness and speaking up and taking up space in the world and reclaiming your own inner longings speaks to you, then I think you're going to love what goes on inside my community. There is going to be lots of wisdom, emails with stories and ideas to help you step onto your journey, your brave yes journey, your wholeness journey, And there will be offerings, there will be meetings, there will be gatherings. So I encourage you to head over, sign up. I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, SeanFink.com is where you can find us at all times as a community. So with that, I want to say that I have deepened my own understanding and belief and faith in the Brave Yes journey for women over this last few months of doing these interviews and recording these shows and just really starting to see the patterns uh, of what's been unfolding for women who are willing to step out and do what it takes to feel good, to find joy, to shine, to be more whole or more aligned Uh, and to feel like they are living their purpose and and their passion. 
And while I thought I knew it before these shows, I definitely know it more now. And so these patterns that I'm going to talk about here today that really kind of resonated with all the guests, but you know, some more than others, are, are tiny little things and big um, that we can use in our everyday lives to journey toward wholeness, to journey toward being who we want to be, which is ultimately my goal when I'm working with my clients. You know, no matter what role you're in in your life, there is a way for you to feel whole and aligned. And sometimes it takes some creativity and some resourcefulness. Sometimes it takes change. And sometimes it takes um, breaking down systems uh, and habits and routines and patterns and stories. All of these things that we do in my coaching are systemic changes that can really kind of benefit the whole journey of wholeness. But the but along the way, we're all always making choices. And so when I look at these shows, when I think of Mara, who was very early on in the series, and Jennifer Foxworthy as well, uh, both of their stories were about moving away from, moving, moving away from some situations that um, weren't working for them, although Jennifer also was moving toward and, and had a very empowering story. But both of their stories, if you really go back and listen to them, there was a theme that they were willing to stand up for themselves. They were willing to put themselves in a very uncomfortable situation um, to either go toward or, or to leave. In, in Mara's case, it was to leave her oppressive church. In Jennifer's case, she was leaving an oppressive uh, relationship. And, um, but also for Jennifer, she was moving toward uh, being um, the first, one of the first black women in a all white male dominated unit in, in the military. And this concept of being willing to stand up for ourselves is huge in the work that I'm doing with women. Um, it's gonna be a big part of a future offering that I'm going to be putting out soon. And this idea that we can, we can actually hold the line for ourselves that says, no, you, you are not going to do this to me, or no, I am not going to let you hold me back. And that idea that we're worthy enough to put those lines in place for ourselves, to protect our time, our energy, our emotions, to protect our livelihoods, to protect our families. And so if you're interested in making some changes in your own life, this is a great place to start. Start thinking about how you can start to speak up and stand up for yourself. And this, this idea of self-advocating came up also with Karen's story also early on in the series. Karen set boundaries with her own mother, started to accept herself as she was without the fear or the worry of what her mother thought of her. And this idea of self-advocating and self-acceptance is all about standing up for yourself. And 
when we stand up for the parts of us that maybe others don't like, that's when the good brave yes work really begins. So those are the, that's the first, the very first pattern um, tip that I want to offer here today on the journey to wholeness is that you have to be willing to self-advocate. You have to be willing to stand up for yourself. That is the beginning, and it's where everything begins. It's when when we start to wake up, and we start to see that maybe we've been living life according to others. That maybe we have been putting ourselves in situations that don't feel great. Maybe we've been putting ourselves in scenarios where we we keep thinking it's going to work out. We keep thinking it's going to get better. We keep thinking we're going to give people grace and understanding. But that mindset only goes so far that eventually we end up in a place where we're going, okay, maybe this isn't going to work out. And now days, weeks, years have gone by and you haven't made a change. So next tip I want to point out to you that's really important for this journey toward wholeness and alignment. Being willing to claim or reclaim a lost or hidden part of yourself. I just loved every one of these stories so much. If you go back and you listen to Mindy's story about claiming, reclaiming her cultural heritage um, as, as a Korean and changing her name to do so. And Suzette, who whose sexual identity and reclaiming her interest in writing really collided into one big, beautiful new story, new chapter, new life. And then Julie, who was the most recent episode that we had, reclaiming her love of writing, a, a passion she had as a, as a child, as a, as a teenager, but that dream was put on hold or put away, locked in the closet, because it wasn't practical. It wasn't something that she should do. She wouldn't make a lot of money at it. It's going to be hard to get a job. The starving artist mentality. And so she went in a different direction and she was able to reclaim that in her life. So this idea of being willing to reclaim or claim a lost or hidden part of ourselves is so vital in the journey to wholeness. And, you know, this goes to what I love to work with women on, and that's developing your audacious authenticity and knowing your strengths and your superpowers and who you really are. I, I really think I'm a self-discovery coach um, because self-discovery work is what I've been doing for the better part of the last 15 years, figuring out for myself and then, and then working in my, with my clients. And self-discovery work is this idea that not only do we know ourselves really well, but we see worthiness in ourselves. And when we reach that point, we can, with confidence, declare who, who we are and what we're about. And that's when we can start to, to take these bolder risks of reclaiming those lost dreams that live inside of us. And I think for me, if I were to share my own 
you know, this idea of courage and authenticity has been building in me for a, a while now, uh, several years, in that I have been doing this work for myself privately. And if you ask me, you know, what do you spend your time on, Sean? Um, I would probably tell you that I am, you know, I'll pull out my my courage journal and I'll tell you that, you know, I'm I'm working on being I'm working on being a braver, bolder leader. Uh, somebody who's not gonna shy away from the difficult things. And so that's the work that I've been doing privately on my own long before I started the Brave Yes. And so in a way, this is me reclaiming that. In fact, I was contributing a chapter to a book, a collaborative book um, recently. And I wrote a story um, about when I was a kid and my friend Marianne and I, who were have been friends since birth, we she lived on a farm and my parent, my grandparents lived on a, about 50 acres or 100 acres of land. And we would run wild and free over and over. And we would play this game, Supergirls. And, you know, I think she had um, this, the, the superpower of being able to see. And, uh, and it's funny because she wears, she has worn glasses. She wore glasses back then, um, like really thick glasses. And, and I had a superpower of hearing and we were invincible. We were invincible. And somewhere along the way between that, those, you know, eight-year-old girls and my 40s or, you know, late 30s, I really started to lose that mentality of being invincible, uh, taking risk, trying things out for new uh, adventures. Um, I became kind of old and cranky and <laughs> not old and cranky, but you get what I'm saying. So this idea of reclaiming that part of me really, really feels whole. It feels good. It feels aligned. Because I think that little girl was always there. She just needed to be nurtured. And so when we know these inner longings, when we know ourselves so well that we can, we can really start to head toward whatever that new thing is going to be, it is a beautiful beautiful experience and that's when we experience wholeness and for everyone it's different I have a client whose wholeness is in being an artist and an illustrator and it just took a little bit of coaching work to get her there and by the way you can do your 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 job and explore these other parts of you you don't have to burn down your job to feel whole um, I think that's really important, and it's something that we talked about in Nicole's, uh, Nicole Lewis-Kieber's episode. Um, you don't have to do that. It's not necessary, and in fact, I wouldn't encourage it in this market and this time um, unless you're truly, truly ready for it. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to journey toward wholeness, but it does begin with that willingness to reclaim or claim that lost part of you that needs to be found. The next tip that I want to bring up here today is being willing to take a risk. I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer um, for the Brave Yes show. <laughs> but I think it's worth talking about. Um, in fact, I was just talking to a colleague yesterday who's struggling and 
She's struggling because she's doing something that she's known for, good at, making money at, and it's it comes easy, but it's literally draining the life out of her. And what she needs is to, to move beyond it and start something new, but she's feeling she's feeling trapped, she's feeling stuck. And what I told her is you're going to have to let this go in order to move forward. And sometimes when it's that bad, when the burnout is that bad, we do need to let it go. And that's where we might be willing, needing to be willing to take a risk. But if you look at Michelle Curry's episode, if you look at Nicole Lewis Kieber's episode, both of them took a risk. You know, for Michelle, it wasn't, it wasn't really her choice to take the risk. Her husband had um, gotten uh, ill and they needed to change how they were living. And so she used that as an opportunity to take a risk to, but the risk for her was moving into something that was extremely personal and intimate um, and putting herself out in the world in a way that she'd be visibly uh, different than she had been. And for Nicole, the burnout was so great in her job as a counselor that she just quit her job to heal. Could you imagine just when you hit that level of burnout, just quitting your job and being able to tend to you? And this is, of course, when you get to do all this great work that I do with women, where you get to dig in and figure out, okay, who am I? What do I want? What's my purpose for right now? What is my passion? Which direction am I going? And you know, I'll be honest, and I've talked about this before, you need that space sometimes. Actually, you always need that space. I know I talked about this on a recent episode. You need that space to think. You need that space to heal. And so sometimes the risk might be giving yourself that space. So being willing to take a risk, being willing to put yourself in a very uncomfortable situation. This is where we go back to choosing courage over comfort in that episode. And then finally, I'm going to bring up the last tip that I have here that I'm pulling out of all of these beautiful stories that we have listened to over these last months is the being willing to be different. And I think this is, I don't know, on the Enneagram if any of you are Enneagram fanatics, I am, I am a, uh, a strong eight <laughs> with a wing seven. And, and the reading that I have done on this is that I'm a nonconformist. And that pretty much sums it up. I have rarely been the person who is going to do what you tell me to do, um, which is so funny because my daughter is the exact same way and it drives me crazy. But hey, <laughs> you get what you you get what you pay for, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so as a nonconformist, I can tell you that being different is the story of my life. And when I'm working with my clients, I love this. I love these conversations where I can help them differentiate themselves and help them really start to see how their differences 
not only set them apart, but help them shine. And um, this is the authenticity work, the superpower work that I do with women. And the thing is, is that when we are willing to do this, when we are willing to be different, this is how we accept and embrace ourselves. And that's how we experience wholeness. When we're trying to conform to everybody else's desires and needs and expectations, that does not feel aligned and that does not feel whole. But when we start to experience life from a place of, yes, this is me, I'm unique and I'm different and I'm okay with that, we don't feel so dis disjointed anymore. And it is a beautiful feeling to, to open up and say, yeah, no, that's not me. You know, when... I, you know, I was, you know, I haven't been drinking um, wine. I, you know, I haven't drank beer or anything like that for many years, but I haven't drank wine in probably, for the most part, in the, for four to five years. And um, at some point over the last, you know, few years, I've just decided that I'm just not that person. I, it's just not who I am anymore. I mean, it certainly was who I was years ago. And when you can align yourself that way, and when people want to say, hey, let's get together for a drink, and you can say, hey, that's cool. I don't drink that, but maybe we can do coffee or tea. And, you know, owning that instead of saying, yeah, sure, I'll meet you at the bar. Um, that's, that's when we, we really start to feel our wholeness. You know, it's, it would be easy to say yes to someone because that's what you think they want you to say. And yet, what I have found is that the willingness to be different is actually what brings you closer. So you can reach out and, and be yourself. And it offers up new conversations that you might not have had if you had just gone along with what the other person says or wants. And I know for a lot of my clients, this idea of being different is very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very hard. And it does take practice, um, but mostly what it takes is you having so much self-confidence and, and self-belief that you're okay with putting yourself out there as somebody who's different, who's not going to be like all the others. And so just to recap here, um, oh, and I wanted to talk about that. So being different, Amelia, who um, was a recent episode started her business um, teaching Maori and um, dance, uh, the Hakka dance and other uh, traditional dances based out of her home country, New Zealand. And she's doing all of this from the US. And this was her stepping into being different. Nobody else was doing this. And so she thought this might be an interesting way for her to be more connected to her own um, culture and, um, and then same thing for Victoria, who started um, her beautiful fashion uh, business, making clothing based on her African roots and creating clothing that was practical and, and casual, um, but also very connected to her African heritage. And both of these women were willing to be different, to increase their capacity for wholeness. And instead of doing what everybody else was doing, they decided to use their creative resources to step out and do something a little less traditional and definitely being different. 
and it's working for both of them. And so there's many more, there are many more tips, there are many more strategies, there are many more ways and paths to wholeness and alignment and living your best life. These strategies and tips that I've brought up are just some top of mind that really stand out to me from this, this first Brave Yes Voices series. Again, being willing to stand up for yourself, self-advocate, being willing to reclaim a lost or hidden part of yourself, being willing to take a risk, being willing to be different. All of these can be applied in every scenario of your life. It can be applicable at work. It can be applicable in your marriage. It can be applicable in your friendships and your social life and in your community. It can be applicable in your motherhood and parenting. It can be applicable in your creativity and in how you show up in this world. So it's all big, beautiful concepts that really embody the Brave Yes journey. And we're going to keep talking about all of this, every bit of it. I'm going to be shifting now into a solo show series. I cannot wait for you to tune in. There will be a theme. It should be pretty fun and radical and enlightening. So I encourage you to tell your friends about this podcast. And I want to please invite you now, if you do like this podcast, if you could please leave a review. Uh, it would be really great to get your review uh, showing up on the, the podcast. And again, if you like the show, share it with a friend and really try to get the word out there so that more people can see to hear these stories, to see these beautiful women come to life um, in this world of busyness. And so I welcome your reviews. I welcome your shares and uh, your referrals of this to your friends and to your family and to your coworkers. Thank you. Have a wonderful week. We'll be in touch soon.